Hi guys, um, I've recorded this 15 times, so oh, I did a little breathing exercises, so I think I'm good to actually record this. So, uh, welcome back everyone to Influences on Teens. My name is Angie, I will be your hostess for this show and this episode. I would just like to give a special shout out to my friends and to everyone who has been helping me out with this podcast, giving me ideas, letting me borrow their book on how to podcast, and overall just believing in me. And this podcast has been really motivating and honestly, the more and more I work on it, the more interested I get in psychology, the more like I I feel so smart just reading all of these articles and it's really fun to do this actually and so for this week's topic i will be going over the pros and cons between interacting with people online and in person and which one would benefit teen mental health more and here's a couple things i want you all to keep in mind human beings need social interactions it's been proven by science, by psychologists, you name it, it's pro- it's been proven. Humans need to interact with other people. And when you really think about it, we all rely on everyone. We rely on people to turn the power on to our house. We rely on people to create new technology. We rely on people to make our clothes and Overall, we rely on every single person in this world, even if we don't know them. And no matter who you are, if you are an introvert, that in simple terms, that is someone who is more reserved and um, more quiet. If you are an extrovert, that is someone who is a little bit more outgoing and um, (laughs) more social. And then an ambivert is someone who likes to think of themselves as in-between introvert and extrovert. And these are not by-the-book definitions. These are just, um, this is just me simplifying the definition so you guys can understand what I'm talking about. And if you guys are wanting to learn more about it, just search up introverts, ambiverts, and extroverts, and I'm sure you can find all the information that you need. Anyway, no matter who or how you are interacting with people, it's, it's, it's key it's an essential part of life. It's like water. We need it to live. (laughs) I mean, we won't die, of course, but it's proven to have severe impacts on your mental health if you do not interact with other people. And in some cases, people have gone crazy. And I read an article, actually, and it was about older people and those older people who have interacted with other people have lived longer, happier, healthier lives, both mentally and physically, of course. And in my personal experience, if I haven't seen people in a while, I suffer a lot as well. Um, In the summer of 2020, I worked a lot, like about four to five days a week. And although I was allowed to see people, and as long as I followed the COVID-19 guidelines, Um, I could see my friends and I was very depressed I was very very stressed and I cried pretty much every single day after work because it felt like the only thing I was doing 
was working. I woke up, I did my usual morning routine, I went to work, got home from work, and then I went to bed at 11. And during the summertime, I saw my friends sometimes, but I could hardly see my friends. I worked four to f- I worked almost all week, and then I, s- I got off at like eight or seven, and I went like straight to bed a couple hours after work. And honestly, it was really hard on me because I did lose some friends because I worked too much and. I was very depressed and stressed out because I hardly had any time to spend time with the people I loved and I missed them way too much, like so much, so, so, so much, oh my gosh. And the only thing I could do was try to keep our plans the day we planned it and FaceTime and after a while it got very, very old and just doing the same thing and not actually seeing them was very hard and don't get me wrong I love my job and I think I'm very grateful that I have it at this age and I just think this is a very good example of how you can suffer mentally from not interacting with people and so let's go over the the pros for interacting face to face you build stronger connections with the person or people you're with you're creating new memories you're maybe going on a walk or to the mall or maybe you're talking about something personal but the point is you're deepening your relationship with that person you're you're making more connections you're becoming closer with that person your nonverbal skills also also known as nonverbal communication will improve you're able to tell if someone is interested in the conversation you can understand facial expressions hand gestures, and body language, and eye contact. And body language are actually very important. I know our teachers, back when we had school, like in-person school, (laughs) um, our teachers would always say, guys, I don't want your backs turned to me. Guys, I want you guys to look at me. Hello, I'm here. Am I a wall? Like, Our teachers have told us many times that Eye contact and body language is very important and even though sometimes we think, oh, it's it's stupid. I mean, we're obviously listening, but it's proven that it's very important actually. It's easier to solve problems face-to-face. Um, instead of waiting and texting someone for hours and hours just to solve something that can be a misunderstanding, I mean, you can obviously, I th- I think it's better you, that you solve it in person and that way you guys can actually listen to each other and share your perspective and you listen to their perspective and you guys can solve the problem. And you can pick up hidden messages. Again, this has to do a little bit with nonverbal communication in a way. Over text, it's a little bit hard to tell what the tone of the text message is or how the person is wanting you to take this message. Um, Again, I've had experience with this. Like, my friends could be telling me something that's supposed to be a joke and I'm like, seriously? Are are, are you kidding me? But then again, I'm I'm very gullible. Like, very gullible. Anyway, um, after reading a lot of articles, I, I couldn't come up with a con. Um about spending time with someone face-to-face. 
this is honestly just a a personal opinion and also a little bit of my experience and hopefully you guys can actually relate to this but when I'm with someone if all that person is doing is complaining or trying to stir problems it brings my mood down and it will make me feel crappy I had this one friend and um uh we were actually best friends in uh in middle school and they would complain a lot and I mean a lot and then they tried to make it my problem and my fault and I was like you know what I don't have to take this I don't need to listen to this because you're being a very bad friend right now and you're trying to make it my fault just because something is going on in your life and all the time we all all they did was just complain and I, I didn't like that honestly it it just brought it brought my mood down and because when I'm a friend, I want to enjoy my time with them, and I want them to enjoy their time with me. But, of course, if my friend is going through something, or if they want to vent to me, I'll listen and I'll help them if they- I'll help them, of course. But if that person is being constantly negative, I I don't really want to be around that, and, um, this is actually a very, very poor analogy, but- I'm like a sponge. I absorb the energy of the person I'm with. If that person is feeling like upset, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to be upset as well because the person I care about is hurting. If that person is mad, I'm going to be mad because we're going to, we're both getting mad. Of course, we're going to listen to freaking city girls and act like we're going (laughs) to, I'm not going to say that but you get the point um and maybe you guys are like that as well and so now let's get into online interaction and how that is beneficial um overall um we have social media zoom facetime and other countless apps that we can use to socialize online and it is for free as well most of the There might be like one or two apps that aren't for free. But anyway, it's extremely convenient and I love it a lot. Like, I can be FaceTiming my best friend and we both like to take a bunch of FaceTime pictures of each other and it's honestly really fun. Like, I have some pretty awesome pictures to post on her birthday, to be honest. And especially during the lockdown, if people cannot see each other and if we're not able to interact with other people, it's really great because... Even though we can't physically see them, we can still hear their voice and we can maybe still see their face. And again, if you're FaceTiming someone or if you're like video calling someone, you can still, you can still see, um, how, how am I going to put this? But your nonverbal skills will improve as well. And I know it's technology is amazing and it's no secret to anyone but it's very harmful as well and like i said in the beginning um we all interact with each other people and interacting with people it's it's beneficial for us mentally and physically and honestly technology it's it's very addicting even for me I'm on my phone either FaceTiming people or I'm on some other app all the time. And even if I'm not on my computer, 
I'm sorry, even if I'm not on my phone, I'm on my computer and I'm either doing school, playing games, or I'm like watching TV. And sometimes I'm on technology until I go to bed sometimes. Like everything I want to do, I either if I want to learn something, play games, watch Hulu or buy something, it, it, it's all at my fingertips. It, it's just so convenient. I mean, I love that. <laughs> and so um, I can tell you that being on my phone and computer all the time does take a huge toll on me. In fact, um, even my mother notices it and she tells me, Angie, being on your computer is making you irritable. And as much as I hate to say it, she is right. And um, anyway, after reading a bunch of articles, oh, oops, um, after reading a bunch of articles, I chose the, a, like, pretty, all of them had the same answers pretty much, and so teenagers who excessively use technology are proven to become more irritable. I just explained that um, in my previous example. Um, exercise less. Um, my mom will sometimes tell me, Angie, you need to go ride on my Peloton. You need to do something, do some physical activity. And I'm like, no, mom, I don't want to do it. Like, you know, just being a, a typical brat. <laughs> and um, um, you are more prone to have or become diagnosed with a mental health illness. And this is actually true for a lot of people. And it's, it's true for me, in fact, as well. You become or feel more isolated. Um, you have problems with your sleep. I know some people, they, like, a good example, it's, alright, uh, it's 11pm and you're on social media, like, like, you're on TikTok and you're just scrolling and scrolling and liking all these videos and, oh wow, look at the time, it's 2am and you have school at 8.30, so what? You gotta go to bed and sleep for six hours, you know? <laughs> Um, your, your, your academic performance, it decreases, and then you will, um, poor emotional or social interaction may occur, or you may experience both. There's just way too many cons on how being on technology or being online can actually impact you, and I can tell you, even if you're just FaceTiming someone or playing games, even if you even if you're not doing anything bad on your on your technology, it it's gonna impact you one way or another. And of course everyone is different, everyone's brains and bodies are wired differently. So there may be a high chance you experience those things or maybe you deal with a couple of those things or maybe you don't deal with any of those, but those are the cons and science has proven that. And in my opinion, after reading millions of articles and with my own personal experience, I think physical interaction is more beneficial for your mental health. And I think technology and communicating with people online is amazing. And everything should be done in moderation. And I, I definitely need to work on that. And of course, you can form your own opinion. You can take whatever you want out of this podcast and of course I don't know you or maybe I know you a little bit but you know yourself best out of everyone in this world and so 
um, during the pandemic, online interaction has been actually very helpful. I mean, we Zoom on school, we Zoom for school, we can still FaceTime each other, and it's it's very convenient, especially during this pandemic. But some ways to interact with people, I'm sure you guys all know this, but I just wanted to include it anyway, are um, you can go on a walk outside, go to shopping centers, and of course, if your parents allow it, and if your friend's parents allow it, you can hang out at each other's houses, and of course, social distance and follow the guidelines, please wear masks, and remember that we are all in this together, and this is optional, but I just want to challenge you guys and myself to spend at least an hour away from technology, whether that's going for a walk, making some food, um, cleaning your house for a little bit, or just maybe playing like a board game. It, again, if you guys don't want to do this, that's okay, but I just want to challenge you guys to spend at least an hour away from your technology. Anyway, that is it for tonight. Stay safe, everyone, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.